1: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Year's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito com. Hello, friends. Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow coming to you on Sunday afternoon, just about 4 o'clock about 90 minutes before the cowboys tip i think tip that's not right kickoff um the Dallas <laughs> mavericks just lost to the los angeles clippers 112 to 98 at home josh how you doing
2: uh i'm doing okay this was a pretty pretty dispiriting game um the mavericks got spanked in the second half what i'm, I'm trying to do the quick math uh they got outscored 66 to oh my gosh i can't do math but Enough. (laughs) I hear (laughs) you. Wait, wait. uh, Sixty-six to thirty-four. So it was uh, not a very close second half. A lot of really like. I think what I did not like about this game was one, I didn't like the you know the energy effort level. There was a lot of bad body language. I think in this game from a lot of different guys. Yep. Um, And then the second thing is, I just this felt like a bad habit game. Like it just like this was not a game where the Mavericks were doing what they were supposed to do and they got snake bitten the Mavericks lost this game cuz they were doing things that they shouldn't be doing right uh, i th- i thought the process in this game was horrible t- i mean i can't really sugarcoat it from coaching decisions lineups offensive strategy defensive strategy like i just, th- this was a very poor effort from the coaching staff all the way to uh everyone who played in the game i think yeah and and it's not fair
1: but I think it has to start with Luka Doncic. Uh, yeah. He finished off with a pretty good stat line. He also, he looked out of whack, out of sorts. He let the refereeing really bother him, and he never really recovered. Um, yeah. Just This was a game where, depending on your point of view, you can say, and, and honestly, this is not the, a number of recent games he's looked like this. Uh, and you could say, all right, we're approaching game 50. He's probably tired. He's probably frustrated. About you know, kind of the the lack of of consistency, health, whatever you want, to, and and all these things add up. And you know, he gets a tech, which was like his eleventh tech of the season. Like he's cruising. It's too early in the season for him to do this shit. And I get why. Like it would be it would be just fantastic if the fucking head coach ever did anything to stand up for <laughs> a player. But also, Luca, stop getting techs. Stop showing everybody up. Tell tell Jason Kidd go to Jason Kidd and say I want you to get a technical foul for me. Say those words. I bet he'll do it. I bet he yeah. will. Kids, kid's a, you know, kids a team player. <laughs> yeah, that stuff sucks.
2: It just it really and, and, and
1: everything suck. from there from Luca was just kind of off key. That then then I think you you know, and I, I'd like you to sort of talk about this. If they're going to go small. Which I mean, they don't really have a choice because if if we agree, Javale McGee is not an answer, then the the kind of like heavy re- uh, uh, switching and help and recover defense first guys can't be getting beat off the dribble every time. Luca Dinwiddie and and Bullock were awful on defense today.
2: Yeah, Bullock had some really bad uh, closeouts against Norman Powell, and Powell had a really nice fourth quarter. Uh, he got to the free throw line five times because he just. They doubled, they doubled Kawhi. Like it was kind of funny how similar it was. Kawhi would dribble into like a little short post-up into the right corner. They'd double, they'd swing the ball to the wing or corner. The Mavericks would wildly close out and not even come close to like, you know, staying in front of their guy because they would just they were just wildly trying to get the shooter off the three-point line. And that guy would catch the ball and dribble all over the rim and get fouled or get a layup. The doubling
1: didn't work last time. I I spent like 300 words on this. And this is the sort of stuff where I get unhappy with the coaching staff. And I am correct. Because if it doesn't work the first time, going back to it again is the definition of insanity. I would rather Kawhi Leonard score 60 points. Tire his ass out instead of letting Norman Powell cook you
2: all the time. That was annoying. Yeah, I mean, they doubled Kawhi, and he still finished with 30 on eighteen. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't work. Like, not only did you let guys like Powell um, and Batum and, and uh, Paul, you know, some other guys get some, like, buckets that they maybe shouldn't have, mm-hmm. Kawhi still scored 30. Like, uh, the Clippers still had uh, three guys in double figures. Like, you know, you double Kawhi because you're like, we, you know, we're not, you know, we'll live with the other guys. We don't think that they can beat us. Uh, and the Clippers didn't shoot a particularly great percentage, but well, Batum was two of five on threes. Jackson was two of three. Powell was two of five. Like everyone else kind of chipped in just enough. And that's all it really took. Well, it's a
1: really damning coaching performance. The more I look at this box so score, because they played a playoff rotation, the Mavericks did. They played seven guys plus Davis Bertans for seven minutes and they got their asses kicked. Um, And, and again, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't fall on one guy. I, I am the Spencer Dinwiddie bum hunting offense. You brought this up and you're probably much smarter to talk it about it sucks. than I am. I hate it so it much. It sucks because he is not good. It is not NBA street and it's not 2003. Like, what are we doing? Spencer is great off of quick decision attack. He really is Spread, pick he and sizes, roll, finding
2: shooters. Mm, yeah.
1: When go he ahead, sizes go. people up, I, it, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it.
2: Yeah. Um, and that's I don't know if that's a consequence of with Luca, like they they don't want to run two different offenses when he's on the floor and when he's off the floor. Like, I don't know if that's part of it, but like I get it with Luca. Like that's Luca, that's his bread and butter, right? Is finding the worst defender on the floor, getting them switched onto him and letting Luca cook. And with Spencer, like they just do the same thing. Like they act like Spencer is Luca and Spencer is not Luca. Um and it just gums everything down. You know, Spencer only had five assists, you know, eight of 18. Like, he didn't shoot terribly, but, like, the offense when he was on the floor without Luca, it was just pound, 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 one screen, size up, pound, 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 pound shot. And, like, you can get away with that with Luca because of Luca's size and his ability to finish uh, around the rim. And Spencer's not horrible uh, around the rim, but Spencer's different. You know, he's just a different player, and I just don't understand why you run that same type of offense. It was when fun off-
1: when there was a third guard in Brunson where it was three different looks,
2: yeah. And Brunson can kind of do some of that Lucas stuff because Brunson's got such a really good in between floater, uh, kind of mid post game, you know. And, and Spencer's not, you know, Spencer is shooting a jumper or slashing and attacking, like if you get Spencer into these weird, slow mid-range possessions like that's not his that's not his game like that's not what he's good he's great at he's great at uh, attacking downhill getting to the rim and getting the free throw line and he's really been great at spot up threes and they just didn't like do any like they just didn't sit screens they didn't move there was no motion and they just kind of like all right Spencer just run the Luca offense while Luca's sitting down and it looked awful it looked horrible and you know, I just I didn't like it, and and but thankfully the Mavericks had a pretty good three point shooting night that kind of masked over I think a lot of uh, their their bad process. Uh, yeah, wow, well, and
1: then they missed they missed eleven free throws, which yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> miss Luca missed five on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, that Hard was away, another thing. Yeah,
1: you know. like what the fuck, Tim hit free throws.
2: <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good either. Uh, but he did make five threes, so I guess you can't. well i mean he didn't play any defense either so uh one thing going back to luca you know know it's hard to to gripe on luca because i mean he literally has to do everything but i didn't like the energy to start the game i thought it was weird that he wasn't like more into it uh i think he only had what 11 points at halftime and this was a game that started at eight eight o'clock around eight o'clock in slovenia and those games are rare like he usually plays really well in these early afternoon starts because he knows that finally, like, his his home country is getting to watch him at a normal time and not have to stay up till 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so for him to start out the way he started out, like, he just wasn't very assertive, settled for threes. Um, you know, he did kind of pick it up as the game went on, but then he was missing free throws. He did not shoot well from two, which has been his, the big part of his efficiency success has been how good he's been shooting on twos and at the rim and that that was gone today. I mean he he missed a lot of shots that he normally takes. Uh he's not playing too well this month and he's averaging 40 minutes a game. I mean he's still averaging 30 points per game. He's averaging 39 and 8. But entering this game he was shooting 44% from the field, which isn't awful, but that's a pretty big drop from what he's been doing the previous months. Yeah. Uh and he's shooting 30% from 3 because like his, his three ball's been a little rough this month, so you said it like I wonder are the minutes catching up to him the season catching up to him like he has to be honest he hasn't looked great um consistently great since that double overtime 53 minute game against the Lakers um he had the good game against Miami and then outside of that something's been a little off with his with his shooting efficiency at least uh I hope that didn't you know cook him a little bit and it doesn't help that these games have been close like you know that you know they're on this losing schneid for the last week or so and usually he rests to start the four. like he's playing the whole third quarter and then he's i don't understand i don't and understand
1: is that on him or is that on jason Kidd?
2: but i i, mean, I think it's it's on the team like the fact that they can't they can't take him off the floor though that's the problem this is like it's bad but it's like what are you gonna do like they're they're like this game they were tied going into the fourth when they had a halftime lead and they let it completely evaporate in the third quarter and it's like what are you going to do like if you bench him for to start the first 2 minutes of the fourth do they lose this game by 25 points like it's just they're in a bad place with the way that they're ending some of these third quarters in the last week you know yeah
1: i'm i'm but having... they have to figure it out <laughs> well and so you know i'm a little curious I'm having a debate with uh, during this podcast and with our colleague <laughs> Matthew um, about like whether Christian Wood matters, and to me, in this game, he does not. Um, I suppose the offense might have been a little like it's more of an indictment on the fact that Dallas doesn't run offense. I just. <sighs> The further we get in, and I don't know, and, and that's what I don't know who is at fault there, where it's like, in the first quarter, Luca like, cut to the basket.
2: Yeah, and he finished at the rim. That was nice. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's Sorry, something... I'm dying of plague. No, I it's had to okay. Pause to cough. No, it's okay. I could pick it. I mean, the off-ball stuff is something we were talking about in Slack, and it's just like, there was a possession in the fourth quarter, um, where he just stood in the corner with his hands on his hips, talking to the ref for half of the possession, while Spencer kind of just dribbled around and then took a took a jumper and that pisses me off, but also it's like a weird catch twenty two because it's like okay, this guy touches the ball almost more than anyone in the league. this guy handles the ball has to do he literally has to do everything he has to create everyone's shot besides Spencer and besides wood, like hardaway Finney Smith, Powell. Reggie, you know, even Josh to a, a, a slight degree as well. Like all these guys, he has to get them buckets. They cannot get shots on their own. So every time, every possession down the floor, he mostly, he has to create all the offense basically on his own. And it's like, how can you ask a guy that does that and is playing almost 40 minutes a night to then be like, hey, on the five possessions where you're not initiating or you're not handling the ball, we need you to run around uh, and and screen and, and and flash to the rim and cut and do all this stuff. And it's like he's not Steph Curry guys. Like he's not, like, he does not he's like his conditioning is improved, but he's not a, a robot and uh, he's not, you know, this isn't two K where you can turn the, 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 the energy sliders down or whatever. So guys don't get tired. Like at some point they have to, you know, and this is, comes back to the roster. I don't think the roster will ever, this current roster just will never allow him to not, to not use almost every possession to the fullest. Like, they have to find a way for him to be more balanced throughout the game so that he could finally become a dangerous off-ball threat because we know that he would be really – like he's too smart and like he's too skilled to not be a, a fantastic off-ball player. Right, if which is like passing the in disguise, of, yeah. of
1: run plays.
2: <laughs> I
1: Like Jesus, there are motions beyond Spain pick and roll. Yeah. Do something, and like that's where I don't know who is at fault because Luca wants some of this stuff. Yeah, he
2: yeah he definitely wants to play like this for sure.
1: I just I, I don't know. know. I'm not that mad about the loss in 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 like aggregate, just because you know Kawhi is good. Paul George <laughs> is good. Um, and also Harp, meaning the Mavs radio commentator, please his his i i too don't like the clippers but he keeps we've had two straight broadcasts where he has said factually inaccurate shit about both Kawhi and paul george as he's saying those things Kawhi and paul george will cook a maverick like he made a statement today about how paul george can't get to the rim anymore as paul george gets an and one i (laughs) i
2: (laughs) <laughs> was, yeah paul george had eight me. free throw attempts tonight like, what uh, are
1: we doing so. no i get it though because i don't like them either where it's like like you harp is like us where he's seen this team a thousand times it's just like, <laughs> like it's it's just it's like i this isn't a team that i hate and i also do not disrespect because they are they are so much better than their record and they should be so much better only they don't ever play like they have I don't these care about the regular minutes. season <laughs> well they have these weird minute load things and like why quite is all of a sudden playing more and more minutes so it's I'm surprised that part <laughs> that part killed me because it's just it's it's like you can tell he's sick of watching them too because they <laughs> they um what is was he, it my friend? is he in the
2: thanos fine i'll do it myself mode right now
1: well it, it's it's you know matt moore said to me today action networks and matt moore clippers have the most luca answers that is factually correct they just do. They have a bunch of six, seven guys. Who and two of beat. them are all all defense guys. <laughs> like, and they beat the hell out of him. Like, today was not a good ref's day for me. Like, that's it, not why the Mavericks lost, but Luka and company were getting manhandled. So for the for the Clippers to shoot, you know, four more free throws in the Mavericks, I just, I don't know. I, I felt that was a little wonky. But that's the point. Like, the point, the, the only way you beat Luka is to get in his head,
2: and yeah. and, I, and that's I, the Clippers. That's where you did, need yeah. that's where you need other guys to to do stuff. You know, that's, the that's, Clippers didn't get in his head tonight. Luca got in his own head. Like Luca beat himself today a lot, and that's that is what it is. Yeah, and like I said, it was before even all the like he didn't start. Like I didn't like opening tip. Mm-hmm. the body language and every like that i something was off from the start. I don't know if the early start kind of got off to him or yeah. the minutes load, but yeah, like it wasn't like nice he was every night out on the town. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he had a good first quarter and then like started getting beat up and then he played poorly like he kind of started the game slow. Um yeah. okay, before we go the last thing I, I i mean, i don't know what else you want to talk about, but i want to make sure we I got one more thing, but sure. Okay, then let me do my one more thing. Yeah. Um the Dwight Powell minutes that's on the coaching staff. That's off. That was awful. Um, I don't think he played. Did he? Pl- I don't think he played in the fourth quarter. Um, And it's pretty clear that they were matching him in Zubox minutes uh, mm. because Zubox was the only big that the Clippers played. You know, otherwise they played, uh, they played, you know, five out with either Batum or Covington uh, at the five. And I get wanting to, when a team goes small you wanting to match them and I get like, Hey, they have Josh green now and, and Finney Smith's back. So they played some, you know, you think Luca, Dinwiddie, Hardaway, Finney Smith, Green, like that's cool. Like that theoretically, that's a great lineup, but th- that wasn't the game that was being played in front of them. You know, like that's theoretically, that's awesome. But what was yeah. happening during this game was Dwight Powell was k- doing a really good job in his minutes. And he was the only player uh, that played 20 minutes or more that was, was positive. I know plus in game plus minus is not always accurate but it felt it, you know, he had nine points and four rebounds, and two assists in 21 minutes. He was perfect from the floor. He had the energy. Um, his defensive energy was good. He was, you know, again, you know, they had a first half lead with, with Powell playing most of with most of his minutes in the first half. Like yeah. I, I, I don't
1: know. There's a to- correlation there. And the fact that the coaching staff didn't recognize that is what is
2: frustrating right and we see in the fourth quarter like there's no more pal screens and the offense is just turning into this iso slow luca into the post show and no one's getting any separation and it's like oh why don't you throw pal in there for a couple minutes so he can screen for luca and get him get some of these guys off his back and get him some separation and it's like no they are just gonna keep running into the brick wall with this small lineup that they clearly wasn't as effective as it needed to be and it was just it was killing me, and I understand the Clippers went small. But Powell had two offensive rebounds; like he could have done some things, even with Zubats off the floor. And I understand you're you're scared of Batum or Covington heating up from three, but I don't know. I think the the risk would have been well worth it, considering how Powell was playing in this game, and considering just how gross the body language looked in the fourth quarter. Like Powell, for all his faults, he's not going to stop moving. He's not going to stop playing hard. Like that's his thing. Um, and I thought that was just – that was the coaching staff out thinking themselves yep. huge, like big time. Yep. Uh, so that really pissed me off. I think they well, could win the game, Powell played more.
1: Maybe, because may, it's, you know, between some more free throws and some slightly better minutes, because does just does all the things you mentioned is important. So there's one more person I want to talk about, and this is more – so Josh Green had a very challenging game for his third game back. Um, mm-hmm. 29 minutes, two of seven, two rebounds, two turnovers, negative 13 was he the worst Mavericks player? Absolutely not. But against the Clippers, this was a good example of why I have as a, as a kind of constant critic of the, the role that, that Josh Green plays in the discourse, not Josh Green, the player, the sort of emphasis that everyone puts on Josh Green. And honestly, Josh Green's role in like the advanced analytics and how important he is. It, this was a great example of why I am not into it because unless he is pretty good the mavericks are pretty not good and to to, for a third year forward who could who scores seven points a game who could not see the floor his first two years to matter this much is a constant reminder of the failures in process
2: yeah because like you see him like he was mad
1: today and I, i don't even i'm not even mad at him it's just it's he should be allowed to be bad and not have it come back to bite the Mavericks in the ass.
2: Right. Well, he represents it's like, well, what if they like acquired another talented perimeter player in the last four years? Who can dribble? Right. (laughs) Like, because every time you see him attack a closeout from the corner and not cough the ball up and do something like competent, like it looks like a different team. And and you like that Miami game, you know, he had 12 points and he got to the free throw line five times and, and we're all, you know, the whole, fan base is throwing a parade and you're like, what? Like, I mean, he played well, but what's going on? It's because the team hasn't had anyone else to do that kind of stuff as a big wing since luca has been drafted. Like, you know, Bullock and Finney Smith uh, are not guys that can attack closeouts consistently. And, you know, they had Brunson and now Brunson's gone. Like it's, it's really the only three guys that can drive the ball on this team consistently are Luca Dinwiddie, I guess four, you know, Wood and then Green. And you look at and two of the you know, Luca and Dinwiddie are, you know, Luca's Luca. But Dinwiddie's a guard. Um and and Wood is a is a big. Green is the only like six, seven wing guy that can do that. And you look at all these other teams around the league that are good. And you look at like Memphis and you look at Denver and you look at uh Boston and and even Milwaukee to a degree and you look at uh Brooklyn and all these teams have like one or two best- guys that aren't just star, you know, besides the stars that can that are like six, seven and can attack a close out. Yeah. And you just need that. And that's why I think it gets goes crazy because people see it and they're like, oh my God, this is exactly what we need. And then it sucks because Green is still a developing player that needs, you know, that's well that and play.
1: then there's there's just a fair amount of our of our colleagues and 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 folks that we watch games with on social media all the time who are 12 years old. <laughs> and simply didn't see the Mavericks when, and it's just like, oh, like I want folks to go watch Roddy Bubba tape when he was really good. And I, I it's just, don't tell me that Jaden Hardy's better than him. I don't want to hear that because as of right this moment, it's not true. Like the, the tape exists. um, And and it's it's, I like being excited about players. So it's always a, and I want people to be excited about players. Where with green and this sort of thing, it's, it's, I constantly get fair shit because I do kick him and, but I've been much better about it this year because he's been much better. But it's just, he should be allowed to have an off game and the Mavericks not suffer as a result of it. It's just, it's way too much emphasis. And unfortunately, the way the team was built, it's where we are. Well, um, starting a homestand one and two sucks. They play the Wizards next. Um, that like losing that game, I think if if the Mavericks lose that game because the Wizards are tanking, then we may have to sound like the alarm. Like that's, yeah, that's uh, a
2: must-win game. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. There's like the West. I mean, the Mavericks are still even after the loss. So, I mean, there's going to be basketball played tonight, so that could change. The, uh, the Mavericks are still fifth in the West. But still. But, but the, the,
2: the wiggle room is gone. Yeah. So they're still fifth but they are now in a position right now that if they lost like four out of their next five, they will not be. Yeah, a slide more.
1: is going to like, we're just, it's, it's crazy that the West is this jammed up where um you go down to uh, the 11th team is the, the thunder and they are three games, no, two games back from Dallas. So there's yeah. two games separating five and 11. Yeah. So, so that's
2: yeah. The rope is gone. Like
1: they,
2: <laughs> they the can't narrative will change
1: yeah. And there. And so it's just that the Mavericks got to figure out something and you know maybe they will maybe it's it's i'm surprised home cooking hasn't helped them more because they've just been really good at home up until like the last time they they i i I need to look into this but i would bet the last time they lost kind of two games in this close of succession at home it may not have happened this year um i'm just kind of scrolling they haven't lost two in a
2: row they haven't lost two in a row at home all year right Uh, so yeah
1: All right, well, we'll be back on that game. When the heck is that game? I just had the schedule pulled up. Okay, Tuesday. So we get uh, almost, that's pretty, it's nice that they bumped the game up and that now that basically gives two and a half days off, um, which some of these guys look like they could use the rest. So we could use the rest too, everybody. I hope (laughs) uh, you're enjoying this game. And like we mentioned last time on the show, um, if you missed any of the news, because there's, you know, sometimes people don't listen to our weekend episodes. Things may be changing with our podcast, uh, not immediately, but in the the you know probably by the end of February we'll have you know uh, more news for you. Just be cognizant if you're a loyal listener of the show. Feel free to reach out with questions, concerns, anything like that. I'll tell you. Um, I appreciate the support we've received the past several days. Please uh, head over to mavsmoneyball.com. There's a lot of stuff there. We've got a good recap coming up from our man Jack and a stats post as well. And there, you know, I'm sure we'll have more things in the coming days. Everybody have a great.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com.